the metaverse, an unprecedented attack surface. In the last year, there's been a sharp increase in the overall awareness of the metaverse and digital assets. Traditional cybersecurity threats are likely to be accompanied by fresh challenges in the metaverse. As the required integration of emerging platforms, protocols, and technologies will most certainly present an unprecedented attack surface. Read the Zero Fox Metaverse Intelligence Report to learn the metaverse's key concepts, current players and trends, examples of emerging cybersecurity risks in the metaverse, and associated regulatory and legal considerations. Read the intelligence report by going to zerofox.com. That's zerofox.com. Greetings and welcome to Unsupervised Learning. I'm Daniel Meisler, and this show explores the topics of security, technology, society, and human meaning. Every Monday, there's a news and analysis episode that curates tens of hours of reading into a concise 15-minute summary, as well as regular episodes featuring essays, interviews, and book reviews on these same topics. The goal is to provide a weekly, concise, and curated update on the most interesting things happening in the world, and to explore ideas that give you something to think about and prepare you for what's coming next. All right. Good morning and welcome to summer of 2022. And I hope you have a great week. Starting off with security news, the New York Times spent a year going through over 100,000 government bidding documents in China, and they've constructed a clear vision of what the government is trying to build. The plans include the combined use of cameras, DNA databases, mobile phone access, and microphones to match people's race and ethnicities, voice prints, clothing, vehicles, friends, social contacts, etc., to make most public places into capture zones where they can identify and track people in multiple dimensions. Now, add that to the various social credit system plans that China has in various different regions, and you have tremendous leverage over the population. This story is completely insane. You have to go check this out. There's a great video at the uh, story link as well. It's, it's about a five-minute video, really, really good coverage, but the piece itself is fantastic. So again, they have so many documents from all these internal companies within China that are actually building these things. And New York Times got access to like 100,000 of these documents. The only upside I could see about China building this massive machine here for surveillance is that these plans are so draconian and so transparent that it could cause many of the most talented people inside of China to leave the country and also cause the rest of the world to ostracize China's government. Not its people, but the government. And hopefully that happens before China fully builds and implements this system or series of systems and starts exporting it to other would-be authoritarian regimes. Next story here, Abnormal Security says BEC attackers, which is business email compromise, attackers are more frequently switching tactics to impersonating third-party vendors and suppliers. This is a switch from mostly impersonating internal executives and other VIPs. They say third-party impersonation made up over half of BEC attacks in May of 2022. An attacker is selling access to 50 different networks that he got access to via recent Atlassian Confluence vulnerabilities. 
The attackers said they were also selling access to 10,000 additional hosts that were compromised using the same flaw. SecureWorks says Chinese attackers are more frequently using ransomware to make it appear that they're lower-level attackers going after financial gain when their real goals are likely intellectual property. They estimated that 75% of the targets they looked at are likely interesting to China based on their location and business verticals, for example, pharmaceuticals. The Biden administration signed two new bills into law around cybersecurity. The first removes red tape that will allow federal workers to share knowledge with multiple agencies, and the second improves coordination between the DHS and state and local governments. So basically, removing friction and red tape. Good stuff. CISA has released its cloud security technical reference architecture, which clarifies considerations for shared services, cloud migration, and cloud security posture management. And it fulfills a key mandate in delivering on Executive Order 14028, improving the nation's cybersecurity. iOS 16 is looking to solve some of the annoyance of CAPTCHAs by transparently proving to websites that you are a real person. I say yes, please, to this. This is also within the theme of passwordless with its FIDO2 support of WebAuthn. And honestly, I love all of this. Super happy to see the mobile phone take more of a dominant role, improving things about ourselves. I mean, they already know if we're logged in with our finger or face or whatever, right? So why couldn't they securely pass that on to a given website in a tokenized form, of course? Technology news. Amazon is showing off a feature that will let Alexa learn to speak in a voice of anyone, including a dead relative, by sampling off of just one minute of audio. So if you have the voice of like, you know, a, a dead grandma or somebody and or whatever loved one, you can have them speak to you using that voice forever. We knew this type of thing was coming, but I'm surprised it was this quick. I mean, normally, I mean, this is possible. Like there's multiple pieces of tech that do this, but in general, you have to train inside of a studio for a very long time. And this thing is doing it with one minute of audio. Slack is getting video huddles, which is going to make it a lot more like Zoom. The feature will release in fall and will include reaction emojis, effects, and stickers that will be very familiar to Slack users. I think this will be great for people who are already using huddles for like one-on-one -on -one communications or, you know, small group communications. The real question though will be whether it gets adopted as the default when people are scheduling meetings, you know, to supplant Google Meet or Zoom. A number of Apple analysts, including Ming-Chi Kuo, are saying the rumored Apple headset will actually launch in January, which seems very early to me, but what do I know? Other support for this early timeline comes from Tim Cook being more chatty about the project recently, which is new for him and new for Apple. So maybe it actually is happening soon. Instagram is testing an AI tool that scans your face to verify your age. Previously, you would verify your age by sending ID card images or pictures of your ID cards, basically. And now you're going to be able to get people to vouch for your age, other users on Instagram, or you can use this AI tool to estimate it. 
Twitter is testing a new feature called Notes, where you can append a permanent long-form version of your tweet. It's essentially a play to capture some market from blogging platforms, but I don't see it as a good solution for that. A blog is more than a place to put a long block of text, right? It's, it's a domain that you own and where Google can discover your content and, you know, bring SEO traffic to you. So it's like a digital home base. And I feel like Twitter just has too many lazy jabs at products like this where they're like, hey, what about this? Wouldn't this be kind of nice? And not enough like full entries into this. Like if they want to get into blogging somehow, they should do that. But this is, seems like a partial effort. Meta has wrangled a number of companies into creating some new metaverse standards, air quotes there, including Qualcomm, NVIDIA, Microsoft, Sony, and some others. Of course, no Apple there. And this feels to be like a continued play at establishing themselves as leaders in the metaverse, when nobody is really quite sure what the metaverse really is yet. It's almost like the game is simply, you know, like, talk a lot about it, establish standards, put out marking videos or whatever. So when people think metaverse, they think of meta. And that's like the strategy. Although, now that I say it, when people don't really know what the metaverse is, maybe that's not a horrible strategy. Human news. Roe versus Wade has been overturned. The SCOTUS has reversed Roe versus Wade, putting the legality of abortion back to the states. Multiple states have outright banned the practice, and many others have placed restrictions on it. Multiple tech companies have come out saying they would pay for any employee who needs to travel to safely have the procedure. And meanwhile, Meta has banned employees from discussing the ruling. A paleontologist found an intact woolly mammoth in Yukon, Canada. It's estimated that the mammoth died 35,000 to 40,000 years ago being called the most important discovery in paleontology in North America ever. Quote, she has a trunk, she has a tail, she has tiny little ears, she has the prehensile end of a trunk where she could use it to grab grass, said one of the scientists named Zazula. Content ideas and analysis. Where are all the new creators? There's a great new piece out called Where Did the Long Tail Go? which talks about how technology was supposed to find us new movies, new music talent, new writers, etc., and bring them all to the forefront for us to see. Except it didn't happen. Instead, we're seeing the opposite, where the main people, the main artists, the main movies, the main studios, they all keep getting even more of the visibility. And I personally think this is a technical problem that needs to be solved, likely with, you know, AI ML. I created an Amazon PR, which is a press release for a fake product called Amazon Curate that does this for blog content, but this was just a mock-up and it's theoretical. Although I did get lots of pings from Amazon saying, hey, do you want to actually build this? Um, yeah, that was interesting. But the, the point being that the long tail doesn't matter it's not parsed and harvested, right? Which requires that it's discovered. And I think that problem is uniquely suited for AI. The final piece of that, though, is having someone actually benefit financially from the discovery of that extra content. 
I think a big part of this problem is that it's not just the quality of the content that determines how successful something is, right? It's also familiarity. So sequels from known actors are safer bets, and a lot of executives are just going with safer bets. So even if the content is better, who's going to take the risk on that content when you can go with a sequel? The main place I see light at the end of this tunnel is in the anime world where they just keep releasing like amazing stuff that we never see over here. Notes, I will be speaking at the CISO Summit at Black Hat and the Recon Village at DEF CON this year in Vegas. The CISO Summit talk will be on the program I'm running at work. And my Recon talk will be on building an attack surface management product using nothing but projectdiscovery.io tools for virtually no money. Should be super fun. My buddy Jason Haddix will be at both events doing his own two talks as well. So if you're around DEF CON, you should come say hi. Uh, do note, however, that I'll likely swoop in, speak, and head for a well-ventilated area very quickly. So let's prearrange a spot to say hello. We're also looking to do a UL dinner in Vegas as well. It'll be outside or somewhere with good ventilation as well. So stay tuned in the UL Slack channel. We just created a referral program for the newsletter, and you can use your unique link, which got a link here in the newsletter for this, to share with friends and social media if you like the show. I think I've been too shy in the past about asking for referrals, so would really appreciate your help getting the show out there. And I got a link, like I said, here in the newsletter. The newsletter also has a number of structural and visual updates this week. So if you like it, please hit reply on it and let me know. Continuing to make upgrades and would love the feedback. I'm also on the iOS 16 beta. And the one thing I notice the most is how good dictation is now. You basically can say anything you want and it will totally, it will totally capture it. It starts and stops much better than it did before. And just the pure translation quality is much better. Really enjoying that feature. This week's book club, which was yesterday, was excellent. The book was The Difficulty of Being Good, and we were all surprised by how great and deep the book was, just on a discussion of morality basis. It was really, really strong. Conversation was quite substantive, bringing us from the original text discussed in the book all the way to current events, and we selected the new book for July as well which was The Second Mountain by David Brooks. And again, to mention Roe versus Wade, I'm deeply disturbed by the SCOTUS ruling on this topic. I have many thoughts on it, but they're a bit too chaotic to formulate into words right now. I think the best summary I can give in a succinct way is that I see the ruling as a pro-religion ruling at the cost of being anti-woman and anti-human. And I do have a decent capture of my thoughts on this topic uh, back from 2020. And I think those thoughts still hold for me. And I got a link in the show. CrowdSec, the massively collaborative cyber defense solution. Discover CrowdSec, an open source and collaborative intrusion detection and prevention solution. Analyze visitor behavior and remediate various attacks such as brute force, scans, scraping, 
scalping, and more. Each time an IP is blocked, all community members are informed so they can also block it as well, making the solution not only reactive, but also preventative. Thanks to the collaborative CTI, CrowdSec users experienced 90% fewer attacks on their servers. As of today, the tool is being used in 160 plus countries, and the community flagged 2 million plus malicious IPs. Go to crowdsec.net to create a free account. That's crowdsec.net. Discovery. Kabi Lame is the new number one influencer on TikTok, dethroning Charlie D'Amelio. I've been following this guy for quite a while. Very, very creative videos. He got famous by showing kind of like silly solutions to something, like convoluted solutions to doing something that could actually be done a lot simpler. And then just kind of like not saying anything, but gesturing with both hands, like, why would you do it that way? And that was kind of his bread and butter, but evidently he is number one in the world now. Editing means less writing. AI drawing, got a tool called Crayon, spelled C-R-A-I-Y-O-N, an AI model that can draw images from any prompt, similar but different from OpenAI's Dolly. It's not as powerful, but it's open to everyone. Recon, XN Link Finder, a tool by XNL Hacker, used to discover endpoints for a given target. It can find them by domain URL, directory crawling, Burp XML parsing or Zap project parsing. Recon links, L-I-N-X, reveals invisible links within JavaScript files. So you can use another crawler to find all JavaScript files, parse those into a single file, and then send those single files into this tool. Next one, Recon Waymore, another amazing tool by XNL Hacker. Waymore will get Wayback Machine links from the Wayback Machine with filters and options to get you what you need, in addition to checking all common crawl index collections if required. Database, SQL queries against CSV. A one-liner that lets you run SQL queries against CSV files without using SQLite. And final database one, Dolt. Dolt is a SQL database that you could fork, clone, Branch, merge, push, and pull, just like a Git repository. Connect to Dolt, just like any MySQL database, to run queries or update the data using SQL commands. The recommendation of the week. If you're going to Vegas, consider taking extra time to pre-plan for events that will be outdoors or otherwise well-ventilated. A little bit hard to be outdoors in Vegas in August. But may be well-ventilated, and encourage event coordinators to require masks as well. Because if people cram together again like they did at RSA with no masks, there is no reason to expect a different outcome. And the aphorism for the week. In the midst of winter, I found there was within me an invincible summer. And that makes me happy. For it says that no matter how hard the world pushes against me, within me, there's something stronger, something better, pushing right back. In the midst of winter, I found there was, within me, an invincible summer. And that makes me happy. For it says that no matter how hard the world pushes against me, within me there's something stronger, something better, 
Pushing right back. Albert Camus. Unsupervised Learning is produced and edited by Daniel Meisler on a U87 AI microphone using Hindenburg. Intro and outro music is by Zombie, with a Y. And to get the text and links from this episode, sign up for the newsletter version of the show at danielmeisler.com slash newsletter. We'll see you next time.